On with the show. It's another episode of the often imitated, never duplicated Voices of Misery podcast. I'm, of course, one half of your dynamic duo, the nerds. I'm the nerd, and you are. Nerd. How you feeling? Good. Yeah, you, you wide awake. I'm fine, man. Fucking hate recording shows so damn early in the morning. <laughs> Fucking, it's I'm too good. early for this shit. See, I'm good. It's, it, what, it, it, it's like nine o'clock in the morning. Too early for this shit. I'm not even awake yet. <laughs> Fucking. Sitting here drinking my Sour Patch Kids energy drink. There's always something new. They always have so many goddamn gimmicks. And this one's not really that good. I don't know. It's not as good as I thought it would be. You, you would think a Sour Patch drink would taste just as good as a candy does. Got no sugar, no carbs. Perfectly fine, right? And so I'm like, all right, good. It's something new I can try. Because you, you've been bragging about this fucking ice cream. And everyone else has been talking about this ice cream that's like making people's heads explode. <laughs> and, I, and I get happy when I see something nice that I could try. Unless I see this drink and I get this one, there was another one. There was a Warheads drink. That was an energy drink. And I'm like, you, you know what? Let me try it out. Because Bang is, is probably the best, most delicious drink that they make of all the energy drinks. But the problem with that one is that they load too much caffeine into it. So I'm trying to be a little caffeine conscious. This one has 100 milligrams less. And I'm like, all right, let me try it out. It wasn't that good. It's, kinda, <laughs> it's, it's, it's okay. It's, it smells more like a Sour Patch Kid than it actually tastes like one. So, yeah. It tastes like shit. What about you? What about the shit you've been you've been digesting? <laughs> You're fucking cracking up over there. Uh, loving loving your fucking life, I know. Just go ahead and Oh my god. Talk about your bullshit. Nothing. I haven't tried another flavor. Yeah. So whatever. I got four I I don't eat ice cream like other people, so it can take me a while to get through the four kinds I've got. But I don't know. I told like the five people I would try the zebra cake next, so may- maybe I'll do that today. Make everyone happy. <laughs> Just <laughs> people who can't find it. I, I don't. I don't know why. It's called going to a fucking store, maybe looking. No, they don't. <laughs> they, well, you know how Walmart is. I I couldn't find the freaking ice cream in December, so I don't know. Even even when things are normal, like the sh- like the supply chain and whatnot, and things are actually getting out to the grocery stores, you still can't find certain things. It's yeah, like really I can't stupid. even find like right now. I can't find Sammy's freaking chips that she likes. She likes new chips now. They're they're Doritos Flamas. Kids are such such and weird creatures. Just the smell of that bag yeah. is disgusting to me. They're disgusting chips. She loves them and. We can't find them anywhere anymore. Like they, they were there for about a month and then gone. So, I don't know. It's just the way it is. We've got to keep looking, I guess. There's something weird about these kids where you can't get them to try anything that might be beneficial to their bodies. No, but any, just any ones that chip, will ruin them. Any, any chip, any cookie. It's like, here, want to try this? Yeah, sure. Yeah. It's like, here, uh, you want to try this piece of broccoli? Nah. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. Like, what is it about food? But some of it looks good and some of it doesn't. Because, I mean, not everything has to look appeasing to the eyes to taste good, right? Because there's some things that I eat that it's like people wouldn't be like, what the fuck, that looks disgusting. Like shrimp. Shrimp yeah. shrimp doesn't look like it tastes good. It just doesn't. It looks disgusting. Right? Like pr- pretty much any seafood. Like like lobster. 
tastes great. It tastes amazing, but it looks like shit. Like, who the hell would want to eat that when you're looking at it, right? It's not the best put-together thing that you'd ever look at. But kids will be like, all right, there's a chip. Any chip, any form, any flavor, it doesn't matter. They will try it. Mm-hmm. But if you're like, here, try this meat. It's it's garnished perfectly. It looks great. It's like, no, nah, I don't know. They, it looks gross. There's something There's something about them. I don't know. Well, she tried them at school. She got a snack one day at school and tried them. Because they didn't have, I think, regular Doritos. Yeah. And she tried those. And I don't know. The bag just smells horrible. Like, it smells hot. Yeah, I don't like I mean, if it clears your sinuses when you take a whiff, it's probably yeah, not the healthiest just, thing to be eating. Oh, my yeah. God. She gets so mad at me when we do have them and I spread them out. I'm like, you can't eat these every day. Like, it's not good. you got to, like, every few days, maybe. Especially when you see in the news people, like, getting really hurt. Yeah, remember that with the that Flamin' little, Hot Cheetos? That little jerk-off that? That jerk rapper kid with a stupid tattoo on his forehead. Ugh. One that looks like he should be in the hospital for eating too many Cheetos. Mm-hmm. What was his name? Like, uh, Lil Yawn or some shit his name was? I don't know. Zan? Zan? He's, he, he, he was the white one with the tattoos on his head. The one that looks like he's permanently high. Yeah, I have no idea. That idiot, yeah. Speaking of high, I, I, I gotta take a fucking break. Again already. I had one good day. The edibles, and then every other day after that, it's like they barely worked. What the hell are you talking about? They did. They barely worked. I mean, like I still went through the stages of like life, love, and death. Yeah, obviously, but it, but it wasn't this. But 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 it just didn't seem like it lasted as long. It, it didn't feel like it to me. That, that's well, the only problem. You acted like stuff. it. No, I'm I was confused. having a good time. I, like I was having a good time for a short time. I guess it wasn't like hmm. day one. There's something about this stuff. I don't know. Like it, it, it does feel more medicinal for me. Where like the first day it's great, and then once it's in your system, it's like, eh. Yeah. So like, all right. It just maintains. Just so maintains it, a good feeling. Have it like every few days, then I guess. Like yeah. one day, and then take a few days off, and then one day. That's what I'm gonna have to do. But I found yeah. some really good stuff online. Like I found a distributor online, which is really damn cool. So I'm getting a bottle shipped directly to the house of like capsule form. So mess around with those and try it out. It should be easier to dose. There's something about the edibles. When you actually get an edible that's like, you know, made and baked and cooked and sold in stores, not every single one of them is going to have the exact amount of doses that it says in the package. So some of them are going to be weaker than others. And some are going to be way stronger. Yeah. It's not consistent enough. So I think these capsules are going to be better. Because at least these capsules are going to have the dosage amount inside of it. So it'll be a lot easier to kind of figure out what works and what doesn't. That's the good thing about this stuff. It's like, you know, it's it's a, it's a lot better than drinking alcohol. If you're drinking alcohol and you, and you go somewhere and you're like, all right, so you kind of know what your limit is when, when you're having a few beers, right? If you go out somewhere and you're like, okay, I can have three beers and that's and that's the most I can have, otherwise it's going to impair my, my judgment or something, right? Yeah. Or whatever that person's magical number is based off your height, weight, and other stuff. But with this, it's a little bit different. It's like, okay, so I can have one twenty-five milligram edible. Sometimes it'll hit fucking hard and sometimes it, was, it won't. It's like you just got to find a brand you like. The doses you like, and you know how many will get you going and all that other bullshit. There's a lot more variables involved with this, is what I'm trying to say. Trying to get it working out, trying to get it down pat, but I did get a really good deal on some fucking capsules. So, holy shit. These should hopefully last me a couple of days at least. Until I can figure out <laughs> what's going on and figure out what's up with that. So, I'm excited. That should be coming this week in the mail. So, if it works out, I'll let you guys know about it. Because I like to help people out, especially when it comes to stuff like this and People trying to find out what works from what doesn't, especially nowadays when the world is going crazy. We're about to go to war with Russia. They're saying Kiev could be down in a couple of days if Russia invades the Ukraine. So there you go, people. What does a president do when their disastrous poll numbers tank 
everyone hates their party, and you're in an, in an election year. They've already played the race card for the past, like, fucking 50 years, it feels like. You start a war. So here we go. We're, we're headed to war with Russia. That shouldn't be pleasant or pretty. Especially when, like, we seem like a bunch of girls in the United States of America now. It doesn't even feel like we have an army anymore. It just feels like we're, we're, we're really fighting the wrong battle. So let's see if we can be the America of old when growing up as a kid you feel like your, your military can just d- demolish anything and you felt safe. Maybe we'll, uh, we'll see what happens with that. But over the next couple of days, I'm guaranteeing by the end of February, there will, there will be moves made. And I think we'll, we'll be in a full-fledged war all over again, just like these son-of-a-bitches want. More money wasted, more lives lost, you know, another day in the Democrat Party. But other than that, how was your weekend? <laughs> <laughs> I know I just went all grim here about war and shit, but yeah. Uh, That's where we're headed. I didn't do anything. Nothing? No. I've been watching Celebrity Big Brother. That's probably about it. Yeah. Who was uh, in this season? Bunch of losers. Uh, See, now you're going to make me think. Cause I Lolo can't. Jones is the no, one I remember. That's uh, the previous season. Oh, jeez. Because I'm, I'm, because this one started up, I'm like, oh. And then my sister was talking about, well, should I watch the other ones? Because she's actually liking this season. I'm like, yeah, you should. But I couldn't remember who the hell was on them. So then I re- started rewatching the past uh, Celebrity Big Brother season. So I'm trying to figure out who the fuck is that. Uh, Carson's on. No idea. There's two housewives on. Lamar Odom, ah, dude, I can't remember the NSYNC dude. No, that's right. You already mentioned that. An MMA uh, person. Uh, so they're Misha, basic, they're Misha basic. Cupcake. I, I don't know. Oh, Misha Tate. Okay, thank you. Cupcake. See, okay. Yeah. I, okay, those are just a few of the people from. I can't. I, they're all kind of blending in ah. at this point. <laughs> I didn't know Misha Tate was on one of these. I like her. She was always a good one. She was always yeah, on she's those. She's kind of pissing me off. Well, but, I mean, if if she pisses you off, you'll probably be happy to know that her comeback didn't really work out so well. Oh, really? <laughs> she came back. She won one fight and then got her ass kicked. And she's like, oh, yeah, maybe this isn't for me. And yeah, you, you think, bitch? Stay home. Stay pregnant. Be a mom and stop getting your ass beat. I mean, yeah. she, she, she was tough. Um, she was tough, but she was like a second-tier fighter. She, she was always like, you know, it wasn't like the main champion, but she was always someone that could compete. Cake? That's what she does. That's she a she's a baker. She, she's a baker. She, oh, her, is she? Yeah, her, uh, her 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 thing used to be Cupcake Tate. They used to she used to post on her Instagram pages and shit like her baking goods and stuff like that. I mean, that she's got cute, cute little shirts or whatever. But yeah. I'm like, that is a dumb nickname for. But you know what? <laughs> it's fighter. it's very marketable. It made her some money though, because it's like you you can't take punches forever. Yeah. So look at Gina Carano. She she made a good career for herself after fighting. She became a movie star and got canceled from Disney, and now she's making shitty movies with Daily Wire. But other than that, she's a she's something. You can't take those punches forever. You got to try to transition out into something else. Like a lot of these guys, they secretly want to do something else. Mm-hmm. People that are in physical roles or physical any kind of lifestyle, they 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 always act like they want to get the fuck out of that immediately. Yeah. There's something about it. Like, you look at these guys trying to transition into movie roles or acting or, or anything like that. They just, they, they want out. It's like they're they're ashamed for a reason of doing what they're doing. But, you know, Ronda Rousey, she got her ass beaten. Now she's doing fucking fake fighting and shit. Because it's like, hey, you can't cut it in the real stuff anymore. Might as well make money. make money somewhere, man. Do something. Make, use your name value to do something else. So, yeah. good for them, I guess. If you can make money doing something else. So, good for Cupcake. Kind of wish I could check that out now. I wanted to see what she's up to. 
<laughs> well, what, what year was this? Was this last year? This is this year. Oh, it's this year. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Is she wearing extra eye makeup? Because she got fucked up in her last fight. Um, dude, you, you act like I sit here and analyze these people. <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm lucky I even remembered her freaking name. Yeah. I couldn't even remember the last name. I remembered Cupcake and yeah. she was And that one fighter. is doing, like, porn now, Paige Van Zandt. She, she, was, a, she was a fighter. She, she was okay. She was overhyped because of her looks. They, they gave her a lot more. They gave her, like, a lot more coverage, I, I guess. Yeah. And then when she started losing fights, all of a sudden now she starts getting sexy on Instagram. Or not Instagram, whatever the fuck that one is. Uh, OnlyFans. Oh, butt ass naked online. It's like, oh, here we go. We used to take you seriously as as, as a fighter, and now you're taking off your clothes. But whatever, you, you can, you know, whatever. You got to use what you got while you got it, I guess. Well, that's basically all I have been doing is watching that and watching the previous season, and then today, 1883 is on, so I'll probably watch that later. Yeah. We keep discussing whether or not to rent Ghostbusters or not. Well, I keep telling you. I know. Go for it's it. just like I'm. I just want to I talk like, to someone about it. I know. I like Ghostbusters. I'm just not like a diehard fan like you are. Yeah. So it's, it's, I, I, I could leave it or take it. I, I don't know. Yeah. I just, I, I just wanted to talk to someone about the damn movie. Yeah. Got no, no one to fucking talk to. I don't know. I'll, I'll figure something out. But that's all I've been doing that and playing video games. And it's freaking freezing out again. Yeah. So And all these people with all this snow, like I don't know how they're dealing with it. Like, fuck that. Well, the same way we used to deal with it. I know. You, you I would just be, fucking like, hate so your depressed. life. You just hate your life. That's all. Like my my sister's up there. Like it it snowed for like days up there. I'm like, oh god, screw that, man. Yeah, and people have been sharing pictures of their snowy atmospheres, and I'm like, yeah, fuck this, man. I mean, I don't even want to see a picture because I could feel it through the pictures. Yeah, she she showed me a picture, and I'm like, please don't go out there and fucking shovel. Just stay. Inside. I can feel it. You know, there were so many things about snow that I hated. One thing in particular was when you're coming in the house and your 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 shoe is just like a block of ice you have and you got to shake it off your damn shoe yeah. and the salt Fuck that, that you have man it, yeah, it ruins it your shoe yeah even when the snow finally melts and it starts getting warm you still see like white just like residue all all over the pavement and that mm-hmm. shit's got to get rained off or go away it's yeah it's just disgusting man it really is it stinks like that, that people got I feel a lot so of bad for snow these people, yeah. last week it's, Ugh, that's horrible. Feel bad for some people, man. That ones that are posting, and other people that are just like, "Yeah, well, I love this snow." Like, yeah, you're a fucking massive. I know Jenna was having um, speech therapy on on Friday, and her therapist was going on and on and on about the snow and how she wants to move up north for just a year so she could just yeah, right. You know, have... it wouldn't even last a day. <laughs> Fucking bitch. Be with all the snow. Yeah, be with all the snow. And I'm just like... Snow's this friendly atmosphere. Fuck you. <laughs> like, better you than me. We moved to get the hell away from that. Oh, I would love it, she goes. <laughs> yeah, all right, bitch. <laughs> People always want what they can't have or what, what they don't yeah. see normally. And then they see it and they're like, yeah, all right. It, oh, it's very pretty in pictures. Yeah. I would love to live next to a lake until you hear all that damn shit at night. Like crickets and all sorts of animal life and birds chirping. You're like, just shut the fuck up so I can sleep. Yeah, I mean, see, it's that's peaceful. Nature, yeah, kinda, maybe. Sometimes it's too quiet though, where it's like loud, you know, or the, the quiet is deafening almost. When you're like, yeah, this is a little bit too quiet. You kind of yeah. miss you, you kind of miss the car alarms going off at night. <laughs> Sirens, glass, <laughs> glass breaking, gunshots, people screaming and crying in agony. You kind of miss that at night when you're living in the city. <laughs> Stuff like that helps you go to sleep. Oh, yeah. You hear a couple rape whistles going off. You're like, all right, time to go to bed. Time to go to bed and be uh, 
rested in the morning for my shift or whatever. That kind of sounded kind of fucked up, but that's what we do is we say fucked up things once in a while to make people laugh because that's how we are. There's a weird world out there, man. Joe Rogan, they're trying to cancel him big time now. And I knew this was going to happen. I didn't want to say it because back in the day, I used to listen to this guy's show a while. This is like a while, a couple of years ago. I haven't listened in a very long time. But man, he used he used to throw the N word around. But he used to, he he didn't say it in a derogatory way. He he didn't say these freaking N words or man. You know what? When I was coming up in the comedy scene, all those N words used to take up. No, he 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 never said it like that. He would always say, you know the. You know, the word N is a bad word that we shouldn't say, but he would say it. Mm-hmm. And and that's enough for these people on the left. So he would say it, but they they don't take context. Context means nothing. You can say to somebody, what do you think is the most vile word that's being used today? And, and someone could say N with the hard ER at, at, at the end. And they wouldn't say, hey, this person is stating something. They're saying the bad word that we don't want them to say. So now they must be banished, even though they're not well, using the context. What, they did which it was, to, was it a year ago? Morgan Wallen, what they did to him. Oh yeah, and he and, and he was saying it as as and a they, term of endearment. Yeah, and they refused to play him on the radio for a very long time. He was banned from all their award yeah. shows. He wasn't allowed to get an award. He couldn't show up. He couldn't do this and that. He's finally just starting to go back on tour now. Yeah, well, we grew up... Like, that's ridiculous. And I think the reason why we see it differently than the people nowadays reporting on is because we grew up in that weird time when it was okay for everyone to say it. There was a very short time, if you remember correctly, and like middle school, high school. Where it was like everybody said it all the time. Like, like white kids would say it and it was made fun of in movies. Yeah. Remember the movie Can't Hardly Wait with Jennifer Love Hewitt? And then they had a uh, Seth, what the hell was his name? That redhead kid, Seth Green. Green, yeah. And, and he he was playing like a white homeboy and he and, and he had like these two other white kids with them and they were trying to be like rappers and shit. Man, we're going to get fucking laid. And they were talking and like the accent and whatnot. Yeah, but everyone, everyone yeah, had those they, they, but like, school. But that's my thing. It's yeah. like it, it was a joke back then. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, we were fucking white kids trying to be cool. But they were doing it, on, and, and, and it was okay. It was a socially acceptable joke at that time. So we grew up in that time frame where it was okay as like a joke or a term of endearment. Like white kids greeting other white kids. Hey, what's up, my end? Yeah. And it's like, what the fuck? And then you would look at it like, what, these, what the fuck? What? Those, those people are white. But then go about your day and not really let it bother you. Nowadays, people are going back and getting retroactively canceled for that kind of stuff. So the way Joe Rogan was saying it was more or less in conversation as just a word to have a conversation about. Like, hey, why, why is this word being used? Why is it okay in certain circumstances to be used? And in the context that I'm using it now, where it was used socially back in the day as a term of endearment. And someone went back and I guess they played him just saying that word over and over again without any context at all. Mm-hmm. So I guess Spotify went and they pulled like 80 episodes of his. In which it was used, and now I, I guess that was quietly done without any rhyme or reason. No one knows why these episodes were pulled because I mean there were so many of them, so many hours long. You, you're not going to remember every single word and everything that he ever yeah. said. But they cherry pick. So now it's looking like he's set and listen to all those because he goes on for hours. Fucking losers, man! I I I can't listen to his shit. I can't. I just it, can't do it. It's all for pointless. Like four hours. I stopped listening to him way before the COVID stuff because it was all like, oh, you know what? I just went on this vacation and and the Alps and I hunted these things with all these people and professionals and experts around me. Okay, well, I get it. You got fucking money, okay? And it it became that every episode. So I was like, I'm done with this. I'm I'm checking out. I have no connection to this fucking shit that he's saying. Because, I mean, I like real talk about real things. 
I don't have any connection to someone talking about flying around for, for, for the weekend, going around to some exotic hunting place. Yeah. I, I, I don't need to hear about that shit because you're rubbing it in at that. So anyway, that's why I stopped listening to it. Nobody wants to hear a show about someone who's got it all. You know what I mean? It's just it just gets a little bit redundant after a while. So whatever. So anyway, they're they're sitting there getting rid of this guy, and it's just really ridiculous. I think it's stupid. All context is gone. You get retroactively canceled for saying something. So I, I think he's next. Spotify is definitely showing those beginning signs of bending the knee. They just gave him a contract, though. I mean, he's he's going to get paid regardless. All, all he's got to do is be like, you guys breached our contract. I thought my show was going to be free speech, and you guys are yeah, obviously infringing on the original context here, here, and here. Give me my money. That's the whole reason why he's not on yeah. Apple or anything anymore, right? iTunes? Yeah. So I'll just make a little bold prediction on him. He'll be back on all those old things by the end of the year when he gets canceled by the end of the month, <laughs> because that's what's going to happen. They're going to try to cancel him, and it ain't going to work. I mean, all you're doing is spreading awareness. Most people can only hope to be canceled in this grand fashion because that's really bringing a lot of eyeballs. I'm sure his audience is going to double or triple by the end of this whole thing. And we'll go back to Apple and everything will be the same. It's just, it's dangerous though because we're we're at a time now in history where it can go one of two ways. Where free speech is completely gone or it comes back roaring the way it used to be. Where you can say pretty much whatever you want within reason as long as you're not hurting someone else intentionally. I, th- I think it's okay to have conversations. I think that's what we need is to have that be acceptable. You know, we can talk about shit without hurting people's feelings or people just, you know, maybe growing a set and not letting things hurt them so easily. Because I just feel like they're just cherry picking, just making up shit at this point. And who knows where it's going to end. All I can say is that, you know, I'm not going to change the way that I speak. You're not going to change the way you speak, right? Always going to be, I mean, no. you, you always want to be respectful of, of, of your audience and things like that. But you also want to, not insult people's intelligences by dancing around things too much. You want to be able to say what you're going to say and explain it in a concise manner. I think that's the best way to get anything out there, but we'll see what happens going forward. What are you going to tell everyone about your big graduation? You, you're capping down? I was kind of, I was kind of not trying to talk about uh, that. It was stupid. Okay. <laughs> I'm finally done with work. I'm finally done with it. Not like working, obviously, but done with the bullshit. We finished. We had the last good. official day yesterday, and we have like we have like five people. We have like people are there like support this, support that, coaches and shit. And it's just it's just too many people, and and they're all talking to these people. And and I guess there's a lot of women on my team, and they were all crying because it's like oh we're well we're all breaking up we're all we're all moving apart and and i'm just sitting here reading these people's comments like cracking up because i got a few edibles in me and i'm laughing like how fucking pathetic are these people like dude dude you you don't grow here to make lifelong relationships you come here for a paycheck and you're done this isn't some like you know it's a fucking club exclusive club they're like friends forever we're gonna slit each other's wrists and put our blood stained fucking veins together and just let the blood mix and mingle blood brothers for life kind of bullshit this is stupid it's stupid it's stupid it's stupid and they were like oh let's all take pictures and post them together and i'm like what the fuck is going on here people singing and talking about memories like it's only been three months aren't you gonna miss them no i'm not gonna miss these motherfuckers i'm serious like i they were making side chats and things and i'm getting invited to them and leaving them as soon as they pop up on my screen left the chat like dude it's over it's over i am gonna miss one person though that freaking crackhead just comic relief yeah i i was talking about the whole shift bid process right where it's like you you can only do this once every like six months Mm -hmm. and good news on that i got a really good one by the way 
So anyway, you, you can do your shift bids and it's like, okay, the, these are the hours you're going to work, right? And they give you like 150 choices. You have to do number from one to 150. This is the one I want. This is the one I want the least. 150 people, 150 yeah. choices for a shift bid. I'm very meticulous, so I there's made sure. There's not even that many hours. <laughs> there isn't, but there's a lot of different shift variations. Like they would change one slight thing to make sure you're paying attention, I guess. Weird. And these people, I guess, they must have done like their top 10 and gotten restless and just put in whatever just to fill it in because you have to number them all in order to yeah. get any choice. I was meticulous and I looked at each one. So I was trying to get all morning shifts. I don't really care what my days off are because I prefer mornings. I'm a morning person. And holy shit, I got five o'clock's the latest I'm going to get out now. So, which is great. I'm back to my old schedule, except mm -hmm. for my days off are like pretty crappy, but. It's good for the, for us in the show and our recording schedule because now we can go back to what we used to do when we were like happiest, I guess, with our schedule. So now we can go back to that, which is great. So no more early recordings, no more late recordings. It's prime time like we used to, which is fantastic. Gives us a lot more options. So that's a good thing. But some of these people were getting completely screwed on their schedule. Like working until like 11 o'clock at night because they just said screw it. And they just must have gotten restless and put whatever in. And this crackhead... Didn't do any of it because she just doesn't pay attention. It's just like information doesn't filter in her brain like it hits most people where you learn something and it sticks and you, you learn it for the next time. Keep doing it. They were like, okay, the shift bid ends on this day. So let's just make up a day and say February 1st, right? Mm -hmm. February 1st, it's done. It's done. It's done. It's done. It's done. They said this a hundred times, multiple times leading up to this day. Everyone kind of understood even crackhead, even though that day she kept saying, okay, I, I need help, I need help. And then finally, they're like, okay, I'm, I'm going to do this over the weekend. Okay, forgot all about it. February 5th comes into play, and she's like, how do I submit my, my thing? And they're like, yeah, we talked about this. February 1st, this ended four days ago. You, you can't do it anymore. Okay, okay. What does it mean if I didn't do anything? Well, you just get whatever's left over because you didn't put your, your schedule preferences in. Okay, okay, okay. Two seconds later... After they completely move on to a different topic. Okay, we're going to learn this now. Wait, how do I put my, my schedule thing in? Like, we just told you this. You can't do it anymore. Okay, okay. Two minutes later. Wait, so I'm trying to put my preferences in from one to... We just to fucking told you. And it's like, this is going on for like 20 minutes. She, she will derail the conversation. And they're like, listen, we told you. No, it, it's done. It's done. You can't mute. Like, our, like the teachers can mute if a kid... Um, I don't think they're that rude. ...is making noises or whatever. Like, no. TV in the background, whatever. They can mute. No, she, you know, she's the kind of person they talk shit about after the class is over. But they don't do anything intentionally, like, to make fun of her while other people are there, obviously. Oh, no, I understand that. But so, if so they it, entertain, someone's trying to teach you guys something, no, I would mute. They, they, they don't. They entertain everything she does, oh which is God. the worst. So, I mean, this is just going on and on. And like an hour later, we're finally about to start doing our, our actual job. And she asks again. And it's like, dude, we fucking told you. It, it, it can't be done. It, it's over. We're being nice. You know, we're, we're trying to dance around the fact that we told you this a hundred times already. It's fucking done. She does it again. And, I, and, and at this point, I'm just laughing hysterically. Like, this bitch... Has no hope. So what's her hours? Like overnight? Like what? Dude, seriously, I mean, they might as well just fire the bitch right there on the spot. Like, listen, obviously you have no fucking working brain cells in here. We, we know you need the paycheck for crack, so we'll give you a severance of six months so you can get your fix and get some help, bitch. Because we don't need you here anymore. She's just uh, just a fucking lost soul. But I am going to miss this lady because she has some of my biggest crack head fucking moments. Are, mm. are, are just some moments I'll never forget. It's almost like that chick who stank so bad she used the bathroom and stank it up 
and she left the door open like the, the, her stank just wafted through the training room Yuck, at dude. it's one of those moments of things that I will just never forget like this woman I will never forget how stupid she was because she is easily top three dumbest people I've ever met in my entire life but funny dumb it's like funny dumb where it's like at first you felt bad for it but then it's like oh that's just how she is oh that's crackhead and you know she'll just say something stupid and it's like you're not even making fun of her you're like oh it's expected it's a crackhead and it just became a funny thing so that's one thing that I will miss but other than that I'm fucking done today I get to go to work and just not have to deal with these fucking video chats these fucking people pretending they're family and all this other crap I, I, I don't like that crap I don't <laughs> like being initiated into some family that I never wanted to be a part of in the first place all that bullshit so there you go. I'm done with it, and I get to make some fucking money without these people interrupting my day. You want to get into the days? I'm just a ray of sunshine, aren't I? <laughs> Let's hear it. What do you got? All right, so February 7th is National Fettuccine Alfredo Day. Yeah. Uh, National Periodic Table Day. Send a card to a friend day. Okay, that one I kind of uh, like a little bit, I guess. I hate the periodic table. No, I'm talking about the card to a friend. No, I know. The the card thing. But, oh, God, that brings back horrible memories of school. Mm -hmm. I'm dreading when Jenna has to start learning that crap because that was was rough back then. Uh, February 8th, let's see. National Boy Scouts Day. National Kite Flying Day. National Iowa Day. Safer Internet Day. Okay. And Wave All Your Fingers at Your Neighbor Day. I can only think of one. That I want to wave at him. Or her. I don't even know what the hell her neighbors are, to be honest with you. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Who do you want to wave fingers, fingers at? All of them. All of them? Just go out there and just do one broad stroke with a little finger. Oh. Just spin the just 360. Wave all your fingers. So you can't just do your middle finger. It has to be all the fingers. Well, maybe I can wave them all, but Wait. some of them are closed-fisted and only one of them is up. How about that? I'm still waving them. It's just a dirty shape of a ball. Dumb holiday. Like, why? Why is that? Why is that a thing? Wave all your fingers at your neighbor day. I don't know why your birthday's a thing. (sighs) Because you have to celebrate the day you were fucking born. I don't think you have to. It's just more or less something that people do. And for those of you that are celebrating one today on the seventh, I have a Florida man story for you. This one's from Hardy County in Florida, a place you don't visit very often. Hardy. Uh, I wonder if there are any affiliation with those shitty restaurants, Hardy's. We ate there before, and we did not like their food. No. There, I had a burger that sounded, in essence, like it should have been good. It was like a burger with like some kind of oil or sauce on it or some shit. It was like yeah. a, I don't know what the hell it was, but it, it looked like it was supposed to be good. And I was like, all right, it was, it was like a blue cheese burger with some kind of steak sauce on it or some shit. And I'm like, oh, this this could be great. And it was disgusting. And we went there. We're like, yeah, never again. We went there yeah, once. Yeah, one and done. Yeah. This is back when I ate fast food. This is just telling you how long ago it was. Anyway, authorities received notice from the United States Marshal Service Fugitive Apprehension Task Force. They arrested a man named Mario Orozco. During the police investigation, Orozco was standing in front of marijuana bags. He's being accused of hiding them in his chocolate box. <laughs> Officials from the sheriff's office came to Orozco's home on 615 Saunders Street. They were told there was loud music and laughter from inside, but they stopped when they knocked on the door. So, how the hell do you make that phone call to the police? Like, yeah, there's a there's some laughter and, and music going on next door. They're having fun. Stop it now, immediately, at all costs. I mean... Well, does it say what time of day it was? Maybe it was because it was late. 
Oh, no, it, it doesn't say. But they waited outside the door for 30 minutes before allowing Jeanette Orozco to enter the house. Authorities found Mario from his hiding place and detained him. What caught the attention of the authorities was the smell of marijuana from the kitchen. They found 17 small bags of marijuana inside chocolate boxes after their search. So we recommend that you give each other chocolates instead of a box on, of marijuana on Valentine's Day, the deputy said. I guess this deputy wants to go without getting laid on Valentine's Day. So it was announced by the deputies that Orozco was a wanted suspect, but the charges against him were not shared. So yeah, this guy was having a good time. And it wasn't hurting anybody. Just sitting there dancing and laughing. Yeah, he was in his own house. Having so. a good time in his house. He just has a neighbor who wasn't invited. They got a little upset. And here you go. This had to have been late. Because otherwise, it's nobody's business. But, but, I mean, marijuana is not that kind of a drug for me where, like, things have to be loud. That's alcohol when you're inconsiderate, loud, and stupid. Yeah. Is when you're like, who gives a fuck? It's three in the morning. I don't play my music. It's loud. Yeah. And it's and it's not even that loud to you, but to everyone else, it's like, holy fuck, they're blasting it. But to them, it's like a whisper in the house, you know. Mm-hmm. So pot marijuana does it never does that. Makes you act stupid. So I don't I don't think it was that loud. They, you know what it was? It was just somebody who was just jealous. At least that's what I'm thinking. They're probably having a good old time. This person's by themselves, lonely. I have to go to work in the morning. What the fuck are and the I'm cops not invited. They're waiting for thirty minutes. Because sometimes they're, they're waiting for something to happen. There was, there was probably nothing going on. That's ridiculous. There's probably nothing going on. It probably wasn't that loud. And they're like, yeah, well, we got called here, so we got to find something. They have nothing better to do than sit outside and wait for 30 minutes. Like, oh, maybe something will happen so we can go in. You see, the kind of cop that I would be is if somebody called the cops and it was like some really, like, naughty. Because you know they get a lot of these calls where nothing is going on. No one's hurting anybody. <clears throat> And you show up and there's bullshit, but you have the person's address who called the cops. I, I would show up to that house and arrest them. Be like, you called me out here for this? Or like, some kid could be choking on a piece of candy somewhere. Yeah. God damn it. And, and you called me here because of this? No, you're coming in because this is just a waste of police resources and I would arrest them. Get them on something. Just anything to deter these bullshit calls because the guys have, he, they're having a good time. I could see if they were fighting or if there were like gunshots going off in the yeah. house. They got high and were acting really stupid, but... A little bit of laughter and music. I mean, come on. As long as it's not, like, blasting music. He was having too much fun. That's not allowed. (laughs) Fucking fun police. I I mean, maybe that's why I'm so lenient, because I feel like we're going to this kind of place now where you can't do anything. You can't even laugh anymore, goddamn. Like, what what are you laughing about? Is is this approved laughter? I almost feel like that's where we're headed. That's why I don't want these computer chips in my goddamn head. Fuck that shit. Meta bullshit, whatever they're doing. But there you go. Happy birthday. From Florida Man and the Voices of Misery. So enjoy your day, people. I know someone who's not going to be enjoying their day, even though they, you know. I don't know about this person anymore. I don't know if this is the cry for help or what the hell's going on, but Lizzo posted some more pictures. Dude, she nasty. She is a disgusting bitch, and I don't know how many times I could say that about a human being. Two fully nude pictures on Instagram, and you know what? Instagram, many women have been banned off Instagram for a lot more for revealing pictures. I mean, she is flat out posting nude pictures. I don't care if you're covering the the, 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 the nipple part. I can see everything else. Okay? And this is something where you don't even put, like, a nude parental advisory over there. You put, like, a, oh, my God, this is, a, this is a naked animal that you're showing. <laughs> I mean, this is absolutely abhorrent and disgusting. Like, nobody looks at this. And I almost feel like she's in on the joke. She has to be at this point. 
Well, she had posted a bikini picture of herself earlier that day. And then... So, like, that's not enough? She's got to really did, gross us out. Yeah, then went and did a shoot with nude photos and a video. The video of her uh, in the nude has her new song playing. She is a disgusting or woman. something like that. How is that a way... Because at this point, like, if you're trying to promote music... Yeah. Why would you show yourself when no one's listening to the music? They're looking at you. They're like, wow, this is a disgusting bitch. It's there was not something attractive. about the lyrics. Because I did see the lyrics. I didn't write them down. Because I actually had this to talk about, too. Because it's just yuck. It's, well, it's just not for me. But uh, <clears throat> it was something about loving yourself type of lyrics or whatever. So I, I get the point. But I just, I just don't understand. Like, I get you love yourself and stuff. I just yeah. don't understand. I don't understand why you have to do that. I don't think she does love herself. Because she would take care of herself if that if she loved herself. That's something that you do if you hate like, yourself. You overeat. Butt-ass naked, man. Yeah. Sitting there and then, like, on all fours, butt-ass naked. Like, I just... People overeat the when they're depressed. Isn't that always the trope of it all? Like, oh my goodness, my boyfriend just broke up with me. I'm going to go eat some haagen Yeah. Yeah, like, that's what you do when you're upset or disgusting. That's not... Something that you do when you're a healthy, happy person or, you know, a happy individual. You don't eat to excess like she does. But anyway, she showed, she showed these pictures on Instagram on Saturday and encouraged more people to be pigs. If you love me, you love all of me, she wrote. You don't get to pick and choose. We just, yeah, I mean, people like your music. They don't like the way you look. There, there are people like that that do exist, I'm sure. We should be unconditionally loving of one another, starting with being unconditionally loving to ourselves. The Truth Hurts, 33, singer, continue with more positivity. And it seems like that's the only song I hear about. Is Truth Hurts. They, they call her the Truth Hurts singer. Whatever song that is. It, I don't know. So. I'm sure I've heard it <laughs> on some commercial somewhere. So take a moment today and think about the conditions we hold so tightly to keep us from the freedom of true love. Do you really want to be so tightly wound? Free yourself in love. You deserve it. She followed up with a second post captioned art. She spelled barf wrong, by the way. B-A-R-F, she should have spelled it, not A-R-T. So, anyway, that's just what she titled her, her picture. Oh. Yeah. Okay, man. She's been very public about her complex relationship with her own body. She's often preached about body positivity, but has been open with her own moments of weakness. This is every time she opens the fridge. She addressed the haters back in August 2021. It's called fat phobic, it's racist, and it's hurtful because she has to hit all of, of, of the, uh, you know, buzzwords there fat phobic racist and hurtful so apparently now wow. if if you don't like the way this fat woman looks without clothes on you're obviously racist because yeah because that makes sense somehow <sighs> what i won't accept is y'all doing this to black woman over and over and over again oh especially us a big God. black girls yeah she's throwing it all against the wall she's trying to see what sticks so she started this off trying to be positive right right this message and then she turns at the end doing what all those leftist people do is throwing all the buzzwords out there racist transphobic no bitch it's it, it's like she is lost in her own mind where she doesn't she's having this battle it's like something that you accuse me of where i have my conversations with myself in my head all the time mm-hmm. i feel like she does the same thing but it's her against critics and and, and weight watchers and and racists in her head where she's having this argument. It started off okay, where it's like, okay, body positivity, and then it's right. and then and it's then it throwing accusations, and it just completely went left out of nowhere. Like, you racist, hurtful, fatphobic, black woman, you hate black women. Like, no, 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 stop, slow down. Slow down, woman, you dumb bitch, slow the fuck down. Okay? Yeah. You're a very large woman who's unhealthy and disgusting, 
and you're glamorizing the way that you look, which okay, if you're comfortable in your own skin, that's fine. But it's not healthy. Can we just say that and stop saying that this is healthy and beautiful? It's not, okay? It's mm-hmm. not fucking healthy or beautiful. Look at your precious COVID-19. It's killing people that look like you. And by people, not your color. It's people as in your weight class, bitch. You yeah. heavyweight bitch. Mm-hmm. We are not talking about anything else. Your race, your ethnicity, nothing. It's your fucking weight. It's disgusting. You're happy with it, fine. Just don't normalize this. It's not, it's not, it's not a healthy person's lifestyle. I guarantee you, if she can change body sizes with uh, who, who the fuck is skinny out there in Hollywood? This uh, who Paris Hilton. She's yeah. she's one that they say looks too skinny, right? Paris Hilton. If mm-hmm. she could change body sizes with Paris Hilton right now, if, she a would magic, if a magic genie came out and yeah. said, "Lizzo, you will not be a hypocrite," because no one's going to remember you being this fat pig, but you can change body, snap your finger just like that. The only person that remembers you looking the way that you normally look is you. She would take that deal in a heartbeat and give half her money away for it. She would take it, guaranteed. She does not love herself. She just keeps saying it, and you can tell because she's weak. She's a weak-minded individual. She's not strong. She's not courageous. She's not beautiful for it. She's doing it for profit. She's doing it not because she wants to be like that, because she did try to get skinny. She turned it into a race thing. Yeah, she did try to get skinny at one point, and what happened? She got yelled at by her audience and immediately backtracked and said, no, being fat is great. No, it's not great. It's not. Do something about it. Change your lifestyle. Get better. Get healthier. Don't follow this woman's examples because she, she's not even sold on what the fuck she is. She's not. She can't be. There's no way you make this the center of everything in your universe. And the only thing you ever talk about unless you secretly care or are ashamed about yourself. There's no way. Happy people don't sit there and harp on, on things like this all the time. She's not a happy person. She can't be. Take this from an unhappy human being. I'm serious. I, I can tell she's not happy. And, and I'm not Lizzo psychiatrist, but I, I, I just know people. And I can tell you, she hates herself. She fucking absolutely does. There's no way you go out there and do this. She loves money. Hates herself. At, at least that's how I'm going to go. And I wouldn't be surprised if in a few years she, she writes a book, skinny, losing all this weight. She's probably going to go through some massive surgery. She's going to have a health scare. She's going to go through some surgery, lose all the weight, gastric bypass, whatever these other women do. Who, who was that chick from The View? Um uh, Star Star Jones, the one I did at first, she was like obese, and she was getting made fun of for it at one point, okay. and yeah. getting shamed. And then all of a sudden, she was like, "No, I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm happy." And then what? What did she do? Gastric bypass, lost all the weight, and now she's one of those health people. Yeah. The same thing's gonna happen to Lizzo. She's gonna get gastric. She's gonna write a book and be like, "Yeah, well, you know, it was fame, and and and, and I didn't know who I was for a long time, but now I know. I'm Lizzo, a salad eating bitch. <laughs> yeah, that's what's gonna happen. Fuck Lizzo." Salad-eating bitch. <laughs> I, 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 can't, I can't stand her. I, I can't stand this Lizzo. And I want her to get better. I, I really do. I don't like seeing people looking like that because it's encouraging other people to think it's normal. It's not. Stop doing it. Just, just stop glamour. It's not sexy. It's not beautiful. It's not, yeah, girl, you go for it. No, bitch. Put down the fucking chocolate. Put down the cheeseburgers. Put down all the fucking shit you're... Put the, you know, she, she was with that guy who was drinking the Burger King oil that day she was with him oh i forgot about that story she was with him yeah she she, she was his getaway Ugh. driver yuck nasty nasty all right a bc woman had a the fright of her life recently. i thought her awful is though what did you say beastie woman bc oh bc okay a bc woman had the fright of her life recently when she discovered a naked man had been living in the trunk of her car for days so, fuck that. Bethany uh, Coker, 
who is a red steel diesel mechanic, don't know why that's thrown in there, noticed some mud in the front seat of her car earlier last week. She deduced that someone had broken in and spent the night in her vehicle, so she cleaned and steamed the upholstery and moved on. So apparently wherever she's living, this is normal. Because I would not just steam clean and just move on with my life. I'd be like, no, someone broke into my car and slept in here overnight. Like, what is happening? She just let it go. However, three days later, she noticed the windows of her car were fogged up. What was he doing? Jerking off in there? Uh, Then when she was inside the car, she heard a voice say, hey. (laughs) Whoa. That's when she discovered the naked man in her trunk and quickly realized something was wrong. How, how do you say hey? Like hey, like you're disturbing my sleep, or hey, what's hey? It just said I, I guess hey, like hello. Hey, this creepy as hell. Hey, can you do me a favor and stop at the bagel shop? I'm a little hungry. <laughs> at first, I thought something was thought playing. Change him spare pair of pants back here. At first, I thought someone was playing a prank on me, and then I realized what was happening. I just kept my phone recording because I wasn't too sure what was going to happen. Because that's what we do. We record everything. This woman so. needs a fucking hug. That's all I can say. <laughs> She goes, I didn't know who this guy was. I didn't know if he was dangerous. And he'd been in my trunk for three days and didn't say a single word. She said she's been driving around with him, running errands and going to work. She recorded some of the interaction with the man and put it on social media, of course, where it received thousands of views. She could be heard in one clip asking the man if he was naked and him replying, yes, it's a rite of passage. (laughs) So, Cooker Call, she did call the police right away. It was probably the most hysterical call I've ever made, she said. They're like, what do you mean he's been in your trunk for three days? <laughs> and I'm like, he's been in my trunk for three days. Please hurry up. So apparently there's been health issues with this guy. Oh, d- So sure. they're getting him the help that he needs. But, why, why that trunk? I, is that the only one that opened up for him? Is that, is that what the deal is? I get Because she doesn't know. She says she doesn't know who the hell this guy is. So he must have just found some random... I would like to know what kind of car it is. Is it like... It can't be an SUV, right? Because you would see him back there. Yeah, it can't be an SUV. Well, a lot of times you don't think about it either. Like, the last thing I do when I get in the car is look in the back seat. I just yeah. get in and go. And I guess that's that's a problem. Because you're supposed to look. You're supposed to look, yeah. You're supposed to. I mean, you, you are. You're supposed to. You that's something I, that you're supposed to, you're supposed to do. And I should get back in the habit of doing that. Last thing I need is someone to have like a fucking shoestring behind me in a car choking me out while I'm trying to drive down the highway or some shit, you know? Uh, it's just weird. Like the the first sign was the, your front seat being a mess. Yeah. And then just going about your day like it was nothing. Oh, I'll just clean it up. Like no, someone was in your freaking car. That's creepy. Yeah. I no, I would have had it looked at then, and at that point, they would have found him in the freaking trunk of the car. Mm, yeah, exactly. Yeah, this is something that I think I should start doing. And, and, and I encourage, especially the women out there, because we, you know, we, we do have more women listeners, obviously. I want them to start doing that, too. Look, look in your car. So you don't even have to, like, inspect your car. Just do a quick little glance at your back seat before you open up your, your driver's side door. Just take a quick look, especially if you're in a store for a while or if you're you're leaving your house or whatever. Just, just take a quick glance. You never know what's back there. You never, especially being a woman, you, you got to be sure because... You could have some dude on on the road be like, oh, she's hot, and follow you around, and you pull up in a mall parking lot, and they might get in your car after you go in the building or whatever to wait for you, because people are creepy. Like, the chick at the gym we were talking about, that was one of your stories a while back. Some girl at the gym was getting followed by some dude. Yeah, people are putting, like, those Apple AirTags or whatever. 
Yep. They're putting those in on cars. They're putting yeah. them in your luggage, in your purse. They're do, like, be careful. That's all oh I can my say. God. Be careful. Be aware of your surroundings. That's scary. Yeah. Very scary stuff. Well, here's a screwed up one here that I wanted to bring up. And the last one was about Lizzo. And we had Joe Rogan. So I guess you can kind of go where I was kind of going with uh, topics for this episode. Cancel culture. Cancel culture, race, and stupid shit <laughs> yeah. like that. And 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 here here's this one woman. I'm I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna defend her here. And I don't know who she is. I never heard of her until this morning. But her name is Aquafina. Yeah. And spelled not like the water. It sounds like the water, but spelled differently. Uh, so after years of being called out for using a black scent, she's an Asian American actress named Aquafina, born Nora Lum. She's addressed criticism of using. African-American vernacular English, which is something I've never heard of. A-A-V-E, they call it. So this is a letter shared to TikTok. Or I'm sorry, sorry, to Twitter, not TikTok. I, I'm getting my bullshit social media sites confused. Uh, the 33-year-old Glo Golden Globe winner acknowledged the historical context of the African-American community in this country, writing, In life, linguistic acceleration, uh, immigration acceleration, and the inevitable passage of globalized internet uh, slang all play a factor in a fine line between offense and pop culture but as a non-black POC person of color she stands by the fact that she will always listen and work tirelessly to understand the history and context of AAVE which is deemed appropriate or backwards toward the progress of any and every marginalized group so she's basically saying I'm very sorry for appropriating culture, she, she she's using a lot of big words and just yeah, apologizing, because I, right? When you have too yeah. many big words like yeah. that, I'm lost. I don't okay. know what she did. So basically, she is bending the knee, and people are attacking her on, on Twitter for basically using an African-American accent and using black words in a movie black role. Words. Listen, this is the movie that was quoted, and I know you know this movie. It was Oceans, the Oceans movie. Yeah. There's a scene, I guess, when Sandra Bullock and one of the girls in the movie are sitting on some bench. They're watching some Asian girl on the street hu hustle dudes. And, uh -huh. like, that game that they do on the streets where they have, like, the dice or whatever. Oh, well, which cup is it under or whatever? She's yeah. doing that street game. And in the video, she is talking with an accent. Like, I guess what you would do as a stereotypical black accent. She she was like, hey, what's up? What's up? Like, 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 doing that whole thing, right? But it wasn't disrespectful the way she was doing it. It was in she was she was playing a role in a movie like that was her character in a movie, but they were attacking her personally because she was. But putting we were on an literally accent. just talking about Seth Green having a character that did that. Yes, yeah, so I'm surprised. I'm surprised they haven't gone. I guess they they're not big fans of Can't Hardly Wait. They they, they haven't gone back that far. Well, this yet. happens in a lot of movies, know. and it's just a role yeah. that they're playing. They don't write the fucking thing. Yeah. So this Aquafina chick was playing a role, and I don't know if she does this in her regular lifestyle. I don't know anything about her. She's a yeah, thirty three year old Asian American chick who I guess did it. And this and this one clip is where I've seen on multiple various news outlets of being the clip where they're like, "Look, she's look look she's doing it. She's doing it." People aren't looking at this the way that I'm looking at it. As I think it's racist to even say that that, that this is the way that black people talk and, and speak. Yeah. Because if, if you're announcing that this is AAVE, a.k.a. African American Vernacular English, you're basically saying, bluntly, taking all these people with the, with the stroke of your pen, saying this is how you guys speak. Yeah. I see that. I think that's more racist yeah. than what she's being accused of doing, is, is speaking like yeah, that. I've never even heard of that before in my life. And can we stop saying appropriation is racist? I think it's more admiration, if anything. Don't you think that's admiration if, like, you're watching a movie, right, and you're seeing this beautiful Indian-American woman with a long braid, and you're like, wow, I really like her hair. 
I'm going to make a braid in my daughter's hair. I'm going to put a braid in my hair. Mm-hmm. And then you do the braid, and you, you go like a target, that. and like you go to a target, they're like, "Bitch, you're not Indian. You can't wear that fucking braid." And you're like, "I was just doing it because I like the way this looked in the movie." I said that a few years ago, when there something happened on the talk. Yeah. They were talking about it and asking Julie Chen about if someone wore an Asian dress. I yeah. can't remember who the hell it was. You're appropriating their culture, like, no, and like, I was just they like, like the way it "Whoa, looks. hold on a second. The, the, whoever the hell it was liked it, yeah. so they wanted to buy it and wear it. Like I don't see a problem with that. I don't know. It's I, a respect I, thing. I, I don't. I guess I just see things differently than other people. Other people, people take offense to everything. People take offense to everything, and, and people are idiots. Can we and just I see like the positive out of it. Like, yeah. oh, they really like it. Oh, like, that's oh, nice. That's really cute. They, Looks they, cute on that. Yeah, exactly. Whatever. Like I, I don't. Now, now it's the way people talk. You can't even talk a certain way. When back in the day, when I used to go to this bar called the Imperial Bar, and it was in Southbound Brook, New Jersey, and it was a primarily a Hispanic bar, but there were white people that would filter in, and whenever they were having like like mariachi bands and shit like that would come in and play great music, it was fun. And then you see the white people come in and they would put the hats on and they would have a good time and they would yeah, celebrate. What's wrong with that? There was nothing. No one said, "Look at these racist white people." They'd say, "No, look, they're 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 having a good time. They're acclimating into the culture. They're around their surroundings, these surroundings, and they're they're acclimating. They're having a good time. That's what you do. That's what people do. Yeah. Whenever they used to go back in the day in the settlement days, if you would go from like the west coast to the east coast, people acted different. They talked different. They had different goods. You would share your goods with them and trade, mm-hmm. and then you would move on and go back home. And hey, look what I got from the east. They do yeah. things so much better than we do with this, but then we do this better than them, so we exchange ideas. And now they're doing what we do. We do what they do. It's great. Everything's great. And that's how civilizations grow. You learn from each other. This is bullshit. I know it's a much smaller level. It's not that deep, obviously. You're just speaking like somebody. But Yeah, but they're talking yeah, about stupid. a rule that she had. I don't understand. And if she, and who cares if she fucking talks like that in yeah. real life? I don't care. You're a product of your surroundings. That's just the uh, way it is. You're a product God. of your surroundings. If you take a young white man who, who was born in, in Beverly Hills, California, mm-hmm. at the age of five, and you move him to, like, Brooklyn or the Bronx, New York, he, he's going to wake up being Give even more years. of a bitch. Yeah. Because he's living in New York. So he's going to be even more of a bitch. He grew up in California where bitches are, are born and made in, in New York where bitches are created. That's horrible. And evolve into bigger bitches. So there you go. Well, I would write that down, but I don't know how to spell her fucking name. So. Aquafina. <laughs> Water girl. Aquafina. Aquafina. Racial appropriation. That's what I would. But seriously, I do think, and, and that's all kidding aside with New York, obviously, but. Um, yeah, it's 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 one of those things where you are a product of your surrounding. You really are, and people are going to act the way that they do. You're you're, you're going to tell me that if if you're some white middle class family growing up in the hood, you're you're not going to have kids that that talk and act like the other kids around them. It's just the way that you are. Mm-hmm. If you take one kitten and you raise them, and this is something that's been that's been proven. I mean, a cat's been raised by a bunch of dogs. They have dog tendencies. Mm-hmm. They're not appropriating dogs. It's what they see. I saw this video, it was a very sweet video, where this female dog took a cat in because the mom died as part of its brood, and the cat was feeding off the dog's nipple, and then yeah. the dog was teaching it how to do dog things, and before you know what, this cat was doing dog things, it peed like a dog. It lifted its leg and peed in, in the yard like dogs do. It was the weirdest thing. But it, it, it took on dog tendency because that's that's what it is. It, it, it goes to that molecular level yeah. of animals. You can grow up as a product of your surroundings, and this woman... I don't know. I don't. I don't know if she didn't. does that in her everyday life, but I could give two fucks. Like whatever. Yeah. You I mean, go who cares? to, but like you go to any primarily black area, off 
But, like, you go to any primarily black area. Like, look at Schenectady, New York. Yeah. Right? That's where you lived for a long time. Your entire... Right. And then you see some of the white people, they grow up, and what do they do? They all got that... that and that, how were they? I guess, like, that accent, if that's what you want to be, like, like the racist people that wrote this article and say, oh, well, you speak like a black person. Because that, that's exa- exactly that what is, they're saying. That's the area. That's, that's, that's racist. That's racist. To say that, yeah, yeah, you speak like a boy. What does a black person sound like? You, mm. you, you, you tell me, Mister Highly Educated Scholar. What does a black person sound like? Well, it sounds like it's, that. It's basically it's that area. That's how that area that's sounds. The, the, it's everyone racist. that lived in that area. That's how they fucking talk and yeah. walk and freaking. That's how they fucking act. I don't see anything wrong with what this girl did. No, All I she's don't doing see is is she is she showing appreciation for something that she obviously admires and, and likes. <laughs> Or she's playing a role. Either way, she's not doing it in a malicious manner. People pick your battles better than this. People, look at the real racists. Look at Joe Biden. Look at all the Democrats, you fucking assholes. Look at them. It's not Aquafina. I don't even know who this girl is, but I have her back. She's not doing anything wrong. So, get over it. That's what I'm saying. Get over this shit. Just get over it. We, we are truly some free speech son of a bitches out here. And we can actually put our, our arguments together unlike a lot of other people oh she's being racist how 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 yeah I don't please please tell me how this woman is racist in any way or, or showing any disrespect she's not because if we're gonna go to that I guarantee if we went through all our apps we could find a million freaking movies exactly. where people shouldn't exactly. be wearing certain things or shouldn't exactly. be talking a certain way yeah. like you could find, leave this girl alone I don't know who the hell she yeah. is but leave her leave, leave her alone she shouldn't have to apologize and, and, and she quit she, Twitter. Quit she, Twitter. Should, she shouldn't have to yeah People need to just look at the camera and be like, oh, you want me canceled? Guess what? Fuck I, I guarantee you and keep doing what you're doing. Less than five minutes, we could pull up so many things on all the On anybody. And I knew about the Joe Rogan N-word thing for a mm-hmm. long time because I used to listen to him back in the day. But it was the way he said it. Where he was basically like trying to learn something or using it in context. He, he wasn't saying he's fucking it. But, yeah. but that's just the way he's being attacked. I knew this was going to happen with him because... It's, They'll do it to anybody. They'll find any little shred. Well, he brought it up years ago, too, yeah. about the whole yeah. deep fake and all that yeah, stuff. They can make him say anything. Of course. You um, just got to get ahead of these pricks, that's all. So a Deltona Middle School math teacher has been arrested amid an investigation into his conduct with a teenage student. Oh, God. So I purposely grabbed this story. I saw it this morning. It's a him, so he's, you know, he's, going, he's going to prison. Because we literally just talked uh, the other day with a story saying, like, it's always females lately. Like, I don't understand. Well, this is a male teacher. According to, uh, I don't know if this is Volusia or Volusia County Sheriff's Office, Carlos Aguirre Rendon, who's 29, of Longwood, was arrested on Wednesday. Deputies began investigating the case on January 11th when it was reported that Aguirre kissed the victim on the lips in his classroom. Mm. The girl's parents... The girl's freaking parents told deputies they had concerns prior to that. As the mother said, she caught Aguirre with his arm around her daughter at Deltona Park. I would be flipping the fuck out. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't... don't, On Tuesday, deputies learned that he had been approaching potential witnesses at the park. Asking about the victim and telling at least one witness not to talk to the police. He is charged with lewd conduct and witness tampering. Aguirre has posted $12,500 bond and was released. So, there's that. I don't know her. He's a middle school uh, teacher, so she's, what is that, between 11 and 14 years old. Yeah. That's that's the age group that she would be in. Yeah, somewhere around there. 
because uh, that's middle school, and caught at the park together. The, I, uh, like 10 and 13 even, it could be. Dep- well, Sammy's, on the Sammy's 13, she's in 8th grade, going to turn 14 at the very end of the year. Mm. Jenna is 12, and in 6th grade, she was in a different program. So, yeah, I, I don't yeah. know. I'm thinking it's between, like, 11 and 14. So it's, I mean, even, like even then, it's still, I mean, one That's, year. Yeah, it's disgusting. Oh, my God. And they were out in public. Like, I... I don't know. There's something weird going on right now in society where they're they're trying to normalize this kind of behavior. There was a guy who was talking about how, I guess, in infantile stages in certain countries, I guess the grandmother will fillet the young when they're colicky, like babies, like yeah. put like put the baby's penis in their mouths and suck on it until the baby stops crying in certain like that's gross religions or whatever different parts of the world that they would do that and I'm like that's weird but the guy was trying to rationalize it saying that if it helps the baby then how is it wrong and that has been a major talking point on people on the right like podcasts and whatnot that I've listened to like some of the conservative ones which I don't even know why the fuck I'm, I, I've been cutting those out left and right because they're starting to get a little bit too off the wall like shit like this are talking about now it's just like they're, they're picking weird battles of fight and that I'm just I'm checking bizarre. out of it all yeah it, it's really disgusting but it feels like they're trying to normalize it. And I'm not saying this is a leftist thing, even though they are the culprits of a lot of this weird shit when it comes to like trying to normalize sexuality. <laughs> Kids and, and TV shows like the cuties, and they were all behind it. And then all of a sudden, people are like, well, this is disgusting. This Netflix show. Remember that? Yeah. That Netflix thing. And it's like you got some people trying to push kids out there and use them like sexual objects. And other ones are like, this is disgusting, which it is. And then you got shit like this where it's like, okay, it's okay for women to do it, but then this guy does it as well. The law is really skewed. It really is. Like, I, I feel like it's disgusting no matter what it is, if it's a man or a woman. But admittedly, it is more, I guess it's easier to excuse a woman's behavior in this. If it's a teacher who's like 24 and she's banging a 17-year-old student, that kind of gets swept under the rug. Yeah. Whereas if it's a 24-year-old man banging a 17-year-old chick, it's like, this guy's just disgusting and a boring, he needs to go to prison. It's like, whoa, hold on a second. We need to make this maybe more efficient, where it's like, if this is what's going on, no matter man or woman doing it to a child, it needs to just be squashed immediately, and that person needs to face consequences. I don't know. It's just, I don't know. It's just disturbing, man. It doesn't happen it's enough. It's disturbing. It is. And this person's grooming Basically, he's going around like letting people know what's what what's going down, what he's there for, and don't tell the cops. It's, yeah. it's disgusting. So, like, I'm really hoping that he gives because he knew what he was doing was wrong. So he's telling all the people at the park like, shh. Yeah. Well, like, no, what? I I don't know. Whatever happened to good know. old justice? Whatever happened to good old street justice? If like if you and I are in a park with our kids and we're just hanging out, right? And our kids are playing, and then some random dude comes up to me, he's like, "Hey, do, do you got any intel on that one over there?" Like, what? You know that uh, 12-year-old girl over there. Do you have any intel on her? Like, what do you mean? Well, you know, uh, well, what is she like? Like, what the fuck is wrong with you, dude? Whoop his ass immediately. You don't You don't sit there and keep it quiet. I mean, he was caught with his arm around her. No, so it no. could have been... People might have thought maybe father-daughter type thing. I guess, Because it's not maybe. like they were making out on the bed. He only had his arm around her at the park. Yeah, maybe. So maybe it didn't look... Weird. I, I don't. I don't know. It's, just, it's odd. It's bizarre. But if he's questioning, people. and then the parents saw it at the park, like something should have been done like a while ago. Don't your like parent antenna come up a little bit though when you see something that's not necessarily right? Sometimes, 
if, if I you saw see, some, if you see yeah. something weird in public, you know. Yeah. Aren't you like, well, that's a little strange. Like, well, that doesn't look right. Yeah. Because I made comments before in the stores with, with these sometimes. Like, if, if you see something weird, like, whoa, that doesn't look like it matches up too well. Like, what do you think? And you'll look at me like, oh, well, maybe they adopted the kid or some shit. Yeah. Because we've seen a lot of that where you're like, oh, hold on a second. And then you assess the situation. If it looks normal, it probably is. But then you see something like that where this guy's obviously going around where he's going to people, like, asking questions. Yeah, once shit. he starts bringing that up. Yeah, that's I... when you're like, okay, dude. That's odd. All right, that's when you whip this dude's fucking ass, and then you call the cops later because this is something that you just don't let stand. You got to protect each other, especially the kids, man. We are failing our kids nowadays in society. Not you and me, but I'm just saying we as a country, we're yeah. failing these fucking kids, man. We're steering down the wrong path, putting masks on them. A lot of these kids have had masks on more than half their life. Mm-hmm. When you look at it, like kids that are like five years old in school now, they know nothing else but wearing a mask. They don't even know what other kids look like, especially with those things. Fucking insane parents, too. It's just like, we're, we're really failing these kids. We're setting them up for absolute failure. And it's not right. we got to stop this shit now. Because kids are very strong. And, and, and they're just very resilient. They can learn. we just got to get them out of this shit. We have to learn first. So. Fix these damn kids. So Houston police are looking for a person accused of hitting a woman with his vehicle before moving her body out of the street and driving away. <laughs> Well, at least he moved the body. Yeah, police say Carolyn Sanders was crossing the street in North Houston at around 8.45 on January 17th when a white SUV of unknown make and model hit her. So it looks like we got a burner car because we have a white SUV and (laughs) they're they're just so common. That's ridiculous. So the driver exited the car and moved a 57-year-old roadblock from the street and onto the (laughs) sidewalk, police said in a news release. The driver, whom police described as an older asshole, male with gray hair and mustache, then got back in the car and drove off. I mean, she's not a fucking deer. <laughs> just, she's just sitting there like, on the road. It just grabbed her, fucking rolled her off. The driver, who police described as a heavyset man, did all this bullshit. The driver did not attempt to give medical assistance to Sanders, who was later taken to the hospital with serious injuries and stable condition. Anyone with information is uh, asked to contact the Houston Police Department hit-and-run unit at 713-247-4072. Please call them up if you've seen this woman. Now she knows how a deer felt. You know, this might be payback. She might have hit hit a deer somewhere and left it on the side of the road, and this is payback. But he gets up and moves her out of the way so he can <laughs> continue a... on his on his way. How awkward did that moment before he moved her out of the way go? Like, he That's hit her with the car and he's looking at his window, honking the horn. Can you fucking move, please? Can you fuck? Listen, lady. Your lady. Listen, lady. Your leg's not that hurt. Can you get the fuck out of the way, please? I'm late for work. It's like he picked her up and threw her in a snowbank and just yeah. like, see you later. <laughs> see you later, bitch. <laughs> hey, listen. I know your bones are probably broken, but let me throw you in this ice. <laughs> see if that keeps you healthy. We're laughing. That's so mean. It's so inconsiderate. It's hilarious. Who would do like that's like horrible? Someone would do that. I mean, she's not a freaking raccoon that you just like use your boot and kick to the side of the road and let it die slowly. This is a human being, man. She's just sitting there holding her. She's doing that Peter Griffin Family Guy thing, holding her knee. Ah, <laughs> ah, on the side of the road. And this guy just picks her up and tosses her. Do you think she's like, oh, thank you, sir, for helping me. Oh, I know it was an accident. He just, wait, 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 you're leaving me? What the fuck? Your car's that way, sir. I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine what was going through her head when that happened. Unless she was passed out. Do you think he laid her next to a bunch of other animals that that were hit on the side Uh, of the road? Just left her there. They're all sitting there with broken ankles. 
She like looks over her. and there's like a deer and there's like a fucking like, elk. Where was he going? That he had to get there like right then. That he couldn't sit there and ha- well, I guess he didn't want to get in trouble, right? He's probably going to a defensive driving class. Who knows? <laughs> he probably didn't want to get in trouble because he did hit a woman. So he, he probably just wanted to get the hell out of there. I mean, why couldn't he just drive around her? Why do you have to move her out the road? I mean, like at so least she in his mind, seen. at least in his mind, he thought he was doing something nice. Like I'm just gonna just leave this bitch on the side so of the road. So she doesn't keep getting hit. Yeah, exactly. Like, listen, man, I fucking took her off the road. What more do you expect? God damn it! What more do you think? You think I'm gonna let her in the car? No, she's bleeding to death. You think I'm gonna put her in my car? You fucking idiots! What kind of person do you think I am? I moved her out the way. That's horrible. It's it's so inconsiderate. I mean, this is just. This guy needs to go to prison for life because if you don't care about human life that much, like if no one matters to you at all, where well, he cared a little that, bit, I don't think so. He I got think her out he, of the way so other cars can go by. <laughs> I just, I, I mean, maybe it was a really thin road and he didn't want to go off the road. He just wanted to drive on the road and she was in the way. Like maybe it was like a like a one lane country road <laughs> where it's like a one direction only, and he's like, I got to get this bitch out of the way, and he threw her out the side of the road like roller down the hill. <laughs> Broken bones and all this roller down there. Oh, God, man. That's so dangerous, man. It's so fucked up. The lack of any kind of care for your fellow human being. Just not a care in the world. This guy's asshole of the year, man. Oh, all right, what do you got? There you go. Let's see if I can get this this name right. While Punxsutawney? Was that his name? Punxsutawney Phil, yeah. Okay. Why, why can't we just say Phil? Because you wouldn't know who Puxatawney Phil was. He was the uh, groundhog. Yes. Now I'm thinking about Bill Murray. Okay. While Phil was making his Groundhog Day weather prediction, authorities in Florida had their own creature problems after a man wearing a Sonic the Hedgehog mask (laughs) attempted to rob a bank. The robbery took place Wednesday afternoon at Florida Credit Union in Deland, a city north of Orlando. Uh, Police said in a Facebook post, officers were dispatched to the credit union and spoke to the witnesses who said the suspect was wearing a mask in the likeness of the Blue Hedgehog, who is at the center of the Sega video game franchise. Oh, man. Police say the suspect entered the credit union displaying a hammer, a hammer was his weapon of choice, and demanding cash from the teller. While demanding cash from the teller, the suspect then struck the teller's window with the hammer as he continued with his demands. Police responded to the robbery, but the suspect, clad in the mask of the supersonic hedgehog, was too fast. So he was super fast, like the, like Sonic the Hedgehog. He wasn't that fast. After being confronted by a credit union employee, the suspect fled on uh, the location on foot. The Dillon Police Department, Sheriff's Office, and Air One searched unsuccessfully for the suspect, who has not been arrested. So he was fast enough to get away. In addition to the Sonic the Hedgehog mask, the suspect was also wearing a black hoodie, black pants, and carrying a black or gray backpack or duffel bag. See, this is how you rob the place. That's fucking crazy. Well, he had a hammer and a a Sonic. So he didn't know if he was Sonic or Thor. He he had no idea. Yeah, I don't know what he was doing. I don't... The hammer is a little weird. Well, I mean, you have to use something to break the glass. Yeah, I guess so. So that does kind of make sense. And maybe as a defense weapon to knock people the fuck out when you're trying to to run away. Because he doesn't have Sonic speed, unfortunately. Or he couldn't fly like Tails or whatever. Or, or Knuckles is the one that could fly, right? No, Tails is the one that could fly. Yeah. Knuckles is just the coolest one. Which one was Knuckles? Knuckles was the red echidna or whatever the fuck it was. He was like the oh. red one with the spiky hair that could like float. Oh. Or whatever the hell it was. He was just the red guy. Okay. Those Sonic games fucking sucked, man. I used to have a friend that was obsessed with those fucking games. 
I always thought he was cheesy. Sonic was the worst. Mario would whip his ass every day. I um, I never had a. I, I never had that game. You never had Sonic? No. I, I had it only because it was the game that came with it. I never went out and bought a Sonic game. I had like Nintendos growing up, so I didn't. I never had that game unless I went to the arcade. I could play mm. it there, and I didn't mind it. I couldn't imagine playing that game in an arcade because those sticks are. I, I, I fucking hate arcades. I love arcades. I, I used never to love them. I, I used to hang out at one, but because it was the one that was in my town growing up, by the high school or whatnot. But we used it as a hangout spot and to play pool. We never really played the games. I played one that I was really good at, and I like won all the contests in there. But other than that, I never. I don't know. There's something about an arcade I didn't really care for. I don't know. I me and my a, sisters used pit. to love it, man. Well, because we had a cheap one. They no, only played a. Uh, only cost a nickel to play them. Oh. So we we would go there as often as we could. Ours ran off of quarters like the normal arcades did, and it was it, it was a money pit. Like yeah. every time you get touched, you die. And you need another quarter to keep playing. It's like before you know it, it's like holy! I just spent ten dollars on level one. Yeah, see, it was a cheap place that my dad yeah. would bring us to, uh, like, on Sundays. He he would bring us there. We Fuck would... that, man. And it's the only time he could play something other than a Nintendo game, because that's all we had. So... I remember arcade games used to be well above the ones at the home. I'm like, why can't my home games look like this? Arcades have beautiful graphics. You're like, what the hell? Why does my Nintendo <laughs> look like shit? The arcade looks magical. Yeah, magical. <laughs> yeah, nowadays, your arcades are the exact opposite. They look like shit, and the home games are, like, real life. So I guess that's why they're a dying breed. But yeah, I don't know. We just want compl- didn't even talk about the topic at all. This more or less about Sonic. What was the topic? Some oh, guy the, with the, Sonic. the robber. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm sure he'll, he'll get made fun of in prison. Hey, what's up, Speedy? Mm. We caught your ass, Sonic. I mean, the, the he hasn't been caught yet. Yeah. So we'll see. Maybe, maybe it really is Sonic. Who knows? Yeah, exactly. Well, I got one for you here. So this one has been an interesting year of discovery for women. Uh, they discover they don't exist, and mm-hmm. anyone can be them. Obviously. But more specifically, women's clothes, as two stories emerge explaining why they are different to men's clothing. So I'm going to teach everyone something here today that you may not know about your clothes and your ugly flannels. Well, I would love to know because I don't like women's clothes. I wear men's clothes. Well, sit down and you'll learn something here today. So internet sleuths have turned their attention to shirts and why the buttons on women's are on the opposite side to men's shirts. So (laughs) there are a variety of theories as to why this may be the case. And no one dates back to when uh, men were locked in battle. So another theory has to do with child rearing. So these are the theories now that are confirmed as to why the shirts or buttons are on opposite sides for men and women. This is how much time we have on our hands. This is exactly it. So one theory is that men's shirts had buttons on the right side because most men held their swords in their right hand. Hmm. I didn't even know shirts back when men had swords as the primary means had of buttons. weapons had buttons. I didn't think they wore shirts. I just thought they were naked all day long and just had swords and like rocks of shields or some shit. But this meant they needed to be able to unbutton their shirt quickly to duel, and unbuttoning using their left hand was faster. What if you were a left-hand swordsman, as opposed to a right-handed swordsman? They must get real awkward. Like, let me put my sword down for a second so I can unbutton my shirt, you ruffian. They had to unbutton their sh- and take their shirt off in order to duel? I, I guess so. I guess that was a part of the whole thing. Like, Maybe that's why bastard. you think they're naked all the time. You didn't. Maybe, because everyone's ripping off their clothes to fight. <laughs> Maybe that's it. So odd. So as to why women's buttons are on the left, many believe, and this this does make sense, it's because women tend to carry their babies in their left arms. It's possible that women's shirts were designed to be open or closed with a free hand to make breastfeeding easier. So they were buttoned on the left and open on the right. It may also uh, go back the way back when women were expected to ride horses side saddle. Buttoning up on the left may have kept the breeze from blowing up their shirts as they galloped across fields. 
So there you go, people. This is the kind of... See, I, the only reason I bought this one up is because the kind of shit like this... That is true about the babies, though. I always yeah. I, I always use my left arm yeah. to hold them. Always. It makes sense when you're thinking about it from that perspective. Like, that's what happens. So huh. that, that one makes sense. The shirts and the swords don't make sense. And the side saddle thing doesn't make sense with the breeze. Doesn't make any sense at all. Because a breeze can go both ways depending on the weather that day yeah. and the wind trajectory. So that doesn't make any sense. The baby thing does. So yeah, I'm going to give does. that one a green check mark. The other ones don't. I just thought I always held them with my left hand because I was left-handed. Yeah. I didn't realize that the majority of women did that. Yeah. I just thought that was just something I did. Huh. So I have another one here for you, too. Okay, so this is a weird one about women. One in particular. This this woman has opened up on her decision to have a discreet ruler inked on her arm, allowing her to measure the length of her partner's manhood. Oh, my God. 34-year-old Tracy Kiss, whose last name completely fits her, her, her attitude, from Buckinghamshire, opted for a series of visually attractive dots lined up from her elbow right up to her pinky finger, measuring every inch and a half of skin. All Tracy has to do is place her arm next to a partner to figure out his size and attribute the yoga instructor and life coach that she really enjoys knowing about for imagination purposes when you're not together. Given that the tat is rather discreet, it allows Tracy to innocently reach up to stroke his stomach oh whilst taking a glance at my arm alongside it to count the inches rather than guessing with hands. Tracy, who describes her ink as being a somewhat discreet but practical design and tool to enhance my life, explained that she's a woman who enjoys pleasure, body confidence, and intimacy, and feel that women have just as much right as men to speak honestly about sexual encounters, which is, which is completely okay. With a personal best of 11 rolls between the sheets in one day. Damn, she, she's a slut, man. She likes to fuck. Well, okay, okay I'm not going to call her a slut. I'm taking that word away. She's not it's a slut. Too she early just, for this she likes, she likes to screw. Tracy has a high sex drive and knows exactly what she's looking for in a partner. The former Page Three girl added Being single and online dating at present, there seems to be a massive energy around the height of guys as every girl's daydreams of a six foot prince and shining arbor to sweep her off her feet. Whereas, in all honesty, I dream of a six-inch prince instead. Oh, my God. For Tracy, the devil is in the detail, and she really does enjoy knowing the size of her partner. Explaining, while some people keep hold of underwear or sleep on their partner's t-shirts, I really enjoy all measurements of imagination purposes when you're not together. I don't understand any of this. She, she, she wants to know for when she's not together with this person. Their, uh, their measurements. So when she's not with them, it matters, apparently. And so when she's playing with herself, she just thinks about that magic okay. number on her arm. This is just, it's yeah. too early for this. It's like, a, a little too, well, this one's, a, it's a weird story. It's a weird story. She needs to get a fucking life. That's what she needs. I mean, I got nothing wrong with a, I don't see anything wrong with a promiscuous woman as long as she is a single and not hurting anybody. I, I don't see a problem with that. I mean, most women will call these women sluts and slut shame. And I, and, and I did call her a slut while reading the article. But, I, but I'll call a man a slut, too, in a heartbeat. It's all the same, in my opinion. I don't see anything wrong with her being promiscuous and sleeping around. And if that's what she wants to keep track of and that's her thing, then you know what? Why not? Can't, you can't blame her for it. It's her thing. It's her. It's her. That, that's what she wants. It's just weird. It's just weird that she could, like. Why does she have to be sneaky? Why about are it? you telling everybody? Why? Why does she have to be sneaky about it? Unless she's being considerate, she doesn't want to hurt somebody's feelings. But, oh, this, this is what I'm doing. Like, who cares? What if she does the arm thing and she's like, "Oh fuck, this guy doesn't measure up." But it's already too late. He's already got his pants off, and it's already go time. It's already one o'clock. Does she just go through with it, or is she like, "Sir, I'm sorry, but you only come up to this on my arm, and I and and and, and I don't go that." 
small. And just leaves, walks out and leaves the guy empty-handed. Or do you think she finishes him off? Oh, my God, man. I don't know. I, I, I kind of think she'd have to. She, she, she already went that far. Or maybe she just makes a part of her conversation beforehand. Like, listen, we're going to go out for drinks and everything, and I'm going to bring it back to my place. If I'm disappointed, you're going home with blue balls. I'm sorry. Maybe that's what she needs to advertise. I think she needs to be more open instead of being sneaky. I, I think she's being too sneaky. She needs to just not keep these little mental checks, even though she is keeping these these men's. Um, I guess you're you're, you're protecting them in a way because she's not being blunt and hurting their feelings. But maybe she needs to be more like that instead of just sleeping around with them all. Because half of them, she probably was like, "Hey, you don't meet my criteria, but I'm going to do it anyway because I want to hurt your feelings." She can catch a disease that way, you know. She just needs to be like, "Listen, you're too little. Get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> Get the fuck out." <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. See, it's, it's too early for this shit. Is that what you're saying? It's not a topic I, I want. Like, ugh. I hear you. Well, it's pretty fucked up, though. No, so. she's disgusting. She's a disgusting yeah. person. Like, why? I don't understand why she has to come out online and be like, oh, this is what I do in my spare time. Like, who cares? Why Why do people talk about stuff like that? That's what they do. Like, just to get attention. All right. Well, how many more you got? I only got two more. Uh, I'm done. You're Oh, you're done, done. Okay. Well, I had the Lizzo story. That was m- one of my stories, too. And oh, I stole your Lizzo. Oh, God damn it. Well, because everyone wants to talk about it. Yeah. You know? Well, I you feel like know. an asshole. I feel like an asshole. So oh, yay. I'm just going to go ahead and burn through my last couple ones here, okay? So since I'm an asshole for stealing your Lizzo story, even though you stole <laughs> two of mine last time on Friday's <laughs> episode. I don't know how that keeps happening lately. I don't know, but for some reason, I'm still the asshole. But I'm going to ask you if this person's an asshole, because this one seems to care a lot about what people think about him. So here goes the story. So my older brother is a bit of a bum. I mean, it's sorry to say, but it's true. He can never hang on to a job for longer than a couple of years max, and when he inevitably loses whatever job he had, he starts mooching off family and friends until he can find another job months later. This entails him freeloading at their place, eating their food, using their stuff, etc. He's lost friends because of how long he bummed off of them, and I don't blame them for cutting him off. Well, this last time he lost his job, he went to our parents, but they didn't have room because they were letting our eldest brother's family stay with them after he and his significant other lost their jobs out of nowhere within the same month. And they couldn't afford the home they were renting anymore. So, he's this pretty much shit out of luck. This happened a lot with oh, the whole yeah. COVID crap, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean... So far, I don't really blame anybody just yet. Yeah, because it, this has happened. Yeah, it, this it's, sucks. I mean, when our government physically screws a lot of people over, so you have to reserve judgment. So far, so our parents, aunt, and uncle all started calling me, asking if I take him in just long enough so he can get back on his feet again. I stupidly let myself feel bad for him and said okay, but he only had a few months to get another job, or he was out on the street again. Everyone said, of course, of course, and so he came to stay with me, and it was a nightmare. He's a slob. He never washes the dishes, never washes his own clothes, and eats pretty much whatever he wants. I guess since I'm his little sister, I, he figured he could ignore me saying to get his shit together. Well, after six months, I told him he had to go. Okay, six months. And he gave, and, and we gave him a couple of weeks to find somewhere else. Well, it seems he called their parents and cried about me kicking him out, and he told him he knew he couldn't stay forever, but also, of course, called my aunts and uncle and told them all about it. So he basically told everyone that he's getting kicked out, trying to find the next place to sleep. Yeah. And my busybody aunt called and scolded me for being cruel to my brother and abandoning family when they needed help. So, of course, they're all offering her place. Okay, so now I'm starting to take her side here. Right, yep. So why can't you take him in? You're turning your back, right? So I let her talk, and finally she was right. Helping family was important, and I'm glad they need help. And I'm glad that I'm in a position to help. She showed me that. She seemed glad that I understood the right thing to do before hanging up. So I followed her. why is it... I don't... (sighs) 
Well, I interrupted you. But no, like, why is the ant involved and not the parents? Because the ant probably like, listen, I don't want this motherfucker in my house either. So let's shame her and make her keep him because no one else wants to deal with it. That's a little bitch. weird. Because they all know how this guy is. Yeah. So I followed her advice and packed my bro up and drove him to her house. I couldn't take care of him anymore. He was running all my bills up, but my aunt made a good point. Family should help each other out. So I dropped him off there. She has room since all her kids are grown and moved out and then left. But I wasn't even halfway home before I was getting multiple calls from my parents and aunt. Parents were demanding to know why her aunt was blowing up their phones and aunt was leaving voicemails and shouting at me to come back and get my brother. I explained to my parents and they said it was a good idea since aunt sounded like she wanted to help but my aunt called me an asshole and said she didn't want my brother there. And then I told her uh, family helps each other. She called me a cunt after I used her own words against her. Last I checked, he's still living with her. Am I the asshole for dropping him off? Dude, that girl's funny. She is great, and she handled this exactly like... hilarious. I would recommend. This is what I would have recommended. She turned it right around and just went and dropped the brother off. (laughs) I'm going to be honest with you. I don't read these... and I don't really read many things until we go in the air, because I like that genuine first reaction. And at the beginning of this... I was really like kind of neutral, like ah, hey, you know what? The brother probably had hard times. He was probably doing all right, but then it was he doesn't wash dishes. He doesn't. He doesn't even do his own laundry. I mean, if you're not contributing anything, it was weird. And why? Yeah. And the aunt was all up in it from the get go. You cared so much. Here's the problem. Here, here you go. And the parents were just like, oh well, the parents had someone else in their house, right? The parents were taking, yeah. so they took someone in. So this family has just gone to hell. So the parents took someone in so they couldn't take their son in. Mm-hmm. And then I just don't understand why the aunt was so, like, adamant yeah. about the whole thing. I, I would have done fair. the same thing. Drop his ass over, over there. <laughs> over I mean, there. it's not her responsibility. No. I am not a fan of, of shuffling off siblings on other siblings. Like, no, you're the parent. You raised them. You took that oath to raise this person until the day you die. They're under your charge. I don't care how old they get. They're still your children. Like, if our daughter is, like, let's just say we make it till a certain age. Like, we're in our 70s, right? And we're sitting here hanging out watching whatever is on TV that day. And our daughter calls us. And she's, like, 40. And she's like, Mom, Dad, can I come stay for a a little while? We got into a fight or something happened. Of course. You can always come home, right? Mm -hmm. But if our other daughter was like, hey, you know, I called this daughter and she's got her own life and she won't let me stay with her. Can I stay with you guys? Like, yeah, it's not her responsibility. Of course you can come home with us because we're, we're your parents. Yeah. But I wouldn't blame one daughter for not letting the other one live. You got your own life. This isn't your responsibility. This is our responsibility. Yeah. So the fact that she let him stay for any amount of time, for I six think, months. is way more generous than a sibling should give another sibling. And she had to pay for his food, do his laundry, cook his dinner, do his dishes. Let him do whatever he wanted. Well, he didn't do a damn thing. For six months. Like, yeah, like, did... This is your sister, not your lover. I'm sorry. This is not... You don't take advantage of your own family like that. And this guy got a little too comfortable being being a little bitch. So, this is the generation that we've got coming up underneath us. A bunch of bitches that can't take care of themselves and feel better when other people take care of themselves. This is what happened to men, ladies and gentlemen, nowadays in, in life. This is what happened... And these are the people that are supposed to be running. I wonder if he's still at the aunt's house, because that's oh. freaking hilarious. Oh, you know the aunt hates him, too. Yeah. But she's like, oh, my goodness. My, yeah, but, well, listen, this is what happens when you open your mouth. You should have shut your mouth and just live your life, and this never would have happened. Don't sit there and shame her, because you your words bitter right back. You, you can't fault 
Yeah. You can't fault the girl. Oh, oh, wait, family's... Okay, well, here, you take him. It's your turn. I had him for six months. Now it's your turn. It's your turn. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I helped out. How useless do you feel as a human being if you're that guy? Like, you're getting moved from house to house. And no one wants you. Because you're a man who can't take care of himself. I don't care what the situation is. You bounce back. We had a serious situation with COVID, too. Yeah. And we came. We bounced right back. You don't let something defeat you forever. I mean, you move on. You. I mean, sure, you let it beat you up for a little bit, but... You, like, you can't you, even you can get a job back. at, like, McDonald's or, like, pushing carts or well, something. Like there that. is more to it. And that he only wants certain kinds of jobs. Those okay, jobs well, that, are beneath that, him. Yeah, not... exactly. So this is, makes it no. look even worse. No, because now you're being picky. No, you just, you, you have nowhere to live, dude. So you yeah. grab anything you can you and then continue looking for what you exactly. really want. Exactly. You build yourself up. You You grab what you can so you can contribute and then continue looking for the ideal job that you would like like i did a job like i did a job i hated for over a year to find something that i wanted (sighs) while while we were doing the whole covid uh covid we were dealing with that crap yeah that's odd furloughing and no one hiring and shit i mean you got to do what you got to do to make money keep your family going i did it you you could do anyone can do it and i'm not saying i'm a great person you just got you got to take care of your business like, I understand if you don't want one of those stupid jobs, but it would give you money. It's a paycheck. Yeah, this guy's like, you oh, I'm a computer money. programmer. I'm not going to Wendy's yeah. and flipping burgers. But, like, yeah, but you're making zero now. Right. You can make seven fifteen an hour then, which is better than zero. Yes. Right. And then you maybe look for a job and that pays 10. And keep applications out. That's and then, it. And then you get that job that pays 10. Then you look for a job that pays 12. Then you get that job that pays 12. And then you work your way up and make 14. Then you go to another job that pays 15. And then you just... You always go forward, but you can't settle for nothing and wait for something good to happen. You got to make it happen. You got to work for it. You got to do something. These people don't That's even right. want to. You put in the work. You put in the time. This guy's a fucking loser, and this family sucks too. So, and I and I don't think family's responsible for family forever. It's it's the only oath that I. Well, feel, if you're a mooch, like this dude is obviously yeah. a mooch, man. Like he's just gonna sit there and take and take and take as much as he possibly fucking can yeah. until he gets kicked out. Yeah, I feel like it goes so, to the parents. I feel like it's it's on the parents though. It's your responsibility to raise your children. Well, they should have raised them. Yeah, they should have raised them better. And the fact that they didn't, it still falls back on the parents. Mm-hmm. It's not this girl's fault. It's not her fault to raise no. her older brother and take care of them. That's not the way this thing should ever go down. The parents failed. They need to make right. The aunt should have shut her mouth. This and guy's my, a loser. Minded her own damn business. Like yeah. shit. This guy's a loser. I think you return to Cinder. You send him right back to the parents, and either they <laughs> fix him, or they deal with him. And that's it. That's exactly what you do to this son of a bitch. This guy's a worthless excuse for a human being, and he needs to just grow the fuck up already. So, there you go. Return to sender. I do have a last one here. I do have a last one, and this one is is a good story. Because we have another world's first, ladies and gentlemen. Would you like to guess what this world's first is? You'll never get it. I'll give you two chances to guess what the world's first something I have no idea, man. I'm not even going to get... Like, I have no idea. Can you just take two guesses? What the world... There is a world's first out there. World's first? Yes. Is it, like... like Anything at first, all. What? World's first what? Species? Like, world's first what? Okay, what you, are you talking you're, about? You're close, so, so you guess world's no first species. The... Okay, now I'm going to give you one, one more. World's first species to what? I have no idea. I don't know. World's first, I I don't know, dessert. Are you giving up? Yes, because okay. I don't even know the topic. Well, this was the like world's first. Category. A New York Zoo announced this, okay? That the world's first pair of male penguins have become the facility's oh. first same-sex penguin couple to become parents. 
How cute. You never would have guessed that in a million years, okay? Another world's first. Male penguins, same sex, birth. And in a New York Zoo. Because, of course, New York has to be number one with progressivism. But that's cute. Yeah. They, they took a little baby penguin in. Listen, this story makes no fucking sense. And I'm going to read this one out to you, okay? I'm going to get all the nice of these out of the way immediately. I don't know how the fuck this is possible. The Rosamond Giffords Zoo in Syracuse said, Humboldt penguins Elmer and Lima were chosen as foster parents for an egg taken from a breeding pair with a history of inadvertently breaking their eggs. The zoo said Elmer hatched in 2016 and Lima hatched in 2019, incubated the egg for several weeks, and it hatched into a healthy chick. Officials said Elmer and Lima have been warming and feeding the chick in the same way a successful breeding pair would. The zoo said Elmer and Lima, the zoo's first same-sex penguin parents, were tested with a dummy egg before becoming foster parents. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. Well, listen. How did they, they thought know? it was a real fucking egg? Yeah. And they're like, well, when's this? When's the baby coming? Like, how? That's sad. they became attached to it. But listen, how do they know that these two are gay? How do they know they're in a same-sex relationship? They're well, trying to peg they... these two as like as like yeah. a couple of, 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 of homosexuals that are clapping each other out. When I don't think that's the case. They just know how to take care of an egg, but they're lumping them in, in, into gayness. Maybe maybe they're BFFs. Maybe they're exactly. all the time. Maybe they're like Bert and Ernie. They always say those two were gay, but I've never seen one inkling of gayness with, with Bert and Ernie. Did you, did you ever see them hug and kiss? No, they're just two men that live together, okay? They're like my two dads. They're, they're just friends. They're like uh, perfect strangers. Yeah. Do you think Balky was gay with uh, whatever the guy's name was? Oh, Balky. Do you think I Balky and, uh, what's his name? I think his name was Larry, maybe? Let's just call him Larry. Cause, yeah, cause, cause curly like hair. Larry. I don't remember yeah. what his name was. John Larroquette. <laughs> and that wasn't John Larroquette. But, like, do you think those two were gay, or do you think they were just lumped in with, because they're two men that happen to live together? These are just two penguins that happen mm-hmm. to be incubating an egg together. I don't, think, I don't think there's anything gay about that. Well, we don't know. Maybe maybe they are trying... Maybe, maybe they are... Maybe they're two like, penguins that have, like, a cave... and waddling around together. Like but that. maybe they have a cave together. They bring back chicks, like penguin chicks, every night, and they just sleep with them. And it's just a really dirty Wait, apartment. There's like a bunch of like like fish fucking bones over the floor. They don't clean up. They're just two dudes that hang out. They got their own little penguin. Yeah, they just pack. hang out. They're like, hey man, do you, you want to incubate this egg together? Yeah, sure. <laughs> this ain't gay, right? There's nothing gay here. We're just incubating an egg, dude. No homo, but you want to incubate this egg with me? Yeah, bro. And they slap hands, watch football, and drink beer, and eat <sighs> fish. I don't think there's anything gay. See, the fact that they're labeling, they're so desperate yeah. to, to to label this some some first. But anyway. The zoo said Elmer and Lima, the zoo's first same-sex penguin parents, were tested with a dummy egg. Some parents, when given a dummy egg, will sit on a nest but leave the egg to the side and not incubate it correctly, or they'll fight for who is going to sit on it and when. That's how we evaluate who will be good foster parents. Elmer and Lima were exemplary in every aspect of egg care. The Rosman Gifford Zoo has hatched more than 55 Humboldt penguin chicks since joining the Species Survival Plan for the Vulnerable Species in 2005. Elmer and Lima's success at fostering is one more story that our zoo can share to help people of all ages and backgrounds relate to animals, Fox said. So they're claiming the LGBTQ plus IA, whatever the fuck, H-I-J-K, L-M-N-O-P, Q-R-S, T-U-V, W-X, Y, and Z community is now claiming penguins because they can incubate an egg together. But why were they taking the egg away? Because the parents, the original parents they were don't, smashing their eggs. They, were they doing don't something. know how to fucking do it, man. They're like the party animals. They're like the Florida couple. Yeah. They just like to do meth and, and fuck and, and, and do unprotected sex, but they don't know how to take care of an I egg. Think it, I mean, I think it's cute. 
I don't know why they got to label anything, but I think it's cute. That yeah, they have to label these two poor penguins that are just like they're 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 probably their lives. they're like, probably pussy hounds, and they probably screw every single female penguin, and they're given this rap. So when they they ruin their reputation with all the other penguins, they're like, oh, look at those two. So gay when the penguin is hatched, is it going to be staying with them? I don't think so. It depends. It all depends on the they penguin. They just incubate court. it till it hatches, and then they take it yeah. and remove it. Like, cause that's that would be fucked up too. Don't uh, yeah. if you're gonna take the pe- baby penguin away, don't bother doing it. Baby penguins. I think man. that's me. I don't know. Maybe I'm just digging if a little bit too a, deep like, here. Like fostering this baby penguin, let let them keep the pe- baby penguin. Yeah, I, I just I don't I don't know why these two had to be labeled. Like, unless they're caught in the act of like doing penguin gay sex together. I don't I don't know. It's yeah, that's a, what I'm saying. Maybe maybe they, they were are. just maybe. they're they're a same sex couple now. These two poor penguins that have no idea what the hell that even is are being labeled that because they helped incubate an egg together. There you go, New York. They're just waddling along the yeah. ice holding fins. That would be cute. I think it's so screwed up how these New Yorkers will uh, throw all their eggs, pardon the pun, in this basket, but will keep their kids masked and vaccinated and shit. Who's to say this is <laughs> When there's bigger battles out there to fight, they're talking about penguins and babies and eggs. I'm sure this happens in other zoos. Yeah, I'm sure it does. I'm sure it does. I don't, I don't think animals they care. Animals to... are all about preservation. They, they, they don't care about labels, but we do as people, which is why this story makes no fucking sense, and it's stupid. It's cute, but it's stupid. I mean, like, just the whole wording of it just kind of is like, all right, yeah, do, do we have to inject like... that into this? Can we just have a story where, just... hey, these two penguins incubate an egg together? There aren't the natural parents, but instead they're like, oh, this gay couple. Like, yeah, if, if, if these penguins could fucking talk, like, dude, we're not fucking gay. You see Tiny over there? I fucked her last night. I fucked her. Okay, I fucked her. And then the other one's like, yeah, me too. What, you fucked Tanya? That's my Tiny. And they were fighting over it, and now they're not bros anymore. So there you go. I just wanted to throw that one out there, because it makes no fucking sense. So there you go. Yeah, I don't know why they had to... Everything has to be labeled. That's just that's just how we are here, people. You well, can't do cute. this. You I can't hope they get that. to keep their their little baby penguin. Whatever fits the narrative, people. <laughs> so there you go. I love those two penguins. I I hope they're at the uh, the place we're going to be going eventually to go see penguins live in person. So there you go. We can all interview them and ask them if hey, are you guys gay? <laughs> are you guys the gay penguins? I would love to speak with you. <laughs> so anyway, oh. let the people know where they can find us. It's Monday. I can't believe it, people. We're gonna make it to the I weekend. Know. I promise you. Don't I always promise you we'll make it to the weekend together. <sighs> we will do it, people. Let's see. Um, it is you. Okay. Jesus Christ. I, I'm like I'm losing it. You can find us at Voice of Misery on all platforms. At Voice of Misery Podcast at Gmail dot com. There you go. You struggling right? a little bit. Yeah, I don't. There you go. Dude, nice it early. is what it is. <laughs> hey, what's that tattoo on your arm, you bitch? You better stop getting ideas. All right, people. We'll talk to you next time. Like I said, we'll get to the week. Friday is so far away, but we'll get there, I promise you. It's Monday. You guys enjoy the rest of your week. We'll see you Wednesday. Goodbye. <laughs>